akasha in the element of wood. Your inner advisor. Pearl of truth. My inner advisor is my ally. Cultivating creativity and innovation requires you to trust yourself. It's about paying attention to thoughts and ideas, grabbing hold of them, and trying to work with them. If you've ever tried to work with a fragment of an idea, you'll know that this concept is easier said than done. When you first think of an idea, your impulse activates your internal energy and personal power. You get excited about what you've come up with, and you can't wait to get started and make your idea a reality. A major block to working with your ideas is your inner critic. Your inner critic makes an appearance because you don't completely trust your idea or yourself. Quite often, we get stuck in negative talk with our inner critic. What you truly need is an inner advisor. You need to have a dialogue within yourself where you can critically evaluate your idea in a healthy way. But what happens when you start to critically evaluate a new idea? You run into problems in trusting yourself. You don't have faith in your ability to develop the idea. You start to criticize yourself. Your inner critic is the part of you that shows you your self-limiting beliefs. It's important to deal with self-limiting beliefs. If you don't believe in what you're doing, who else will? Both your inner critic and your set of self-limiting beliefs are parts of the self that want to protect you. They aren't something that you can face alone. Everyone has an inner critic and deals with self-limiting beliefs. However, you can make this process more powerful. By transforming your inner critic and self-limiting beliefs into your inner advisor, it's about learning how to have a positive conversation with yourself. Creativity and innovation are strongly linked to your heart state, your feeling and passion. Your desire to pursue that feeling or idea is why it's so important to tune into and be attuned. To your inner dialogue, your inner dialogue could be your own voice, the voice of a parent, teacher, sibling, grandparent, or even a family friend. These are people who gave or continue to give you criticism during your life. It is or may have been awful or difficult to be around them. There are people who dampen everything. While most people aren't born critical of others, they become that way because they internalize outside influences. You do not want to take on the same characteristics as these people, but it's very difficult to separate yourself from what you've been told. Their words become your own internalized words. If you let it, over time, your inner critic can take over. Your world can become narrow. Dealing with your inner critic is an important skill to master. There's a fine line between listening 
to everything it tells you and ignoring it completely. You want to make sure that if you do listen to your inner voice, it has to have your best interests at heart. When it comes to innovation and creativity, this is an important concept to understand. You need your inner advisor to encourage you to create in positive ways to help you appropriately evaluate whether or not your creative idea is sound. Things like bombs and guns and junk food are negative states of innovation. While there are innovative elements of science, like IVF, that are wonderful, there are elements that take science a little too far. It's important that your ideas are ethical. Your inner advisor can help you recognize if you've crossed a line or if you've gone too far. If you learn how to listen to your inner advisor, it helps you to maintain a sense of humanity. Your inner advisor helps you see all angles of your ideas and encourages you to seek help or advice of another person when it's needed. You need to listen to and focus on positive and encouraging dialogue. Your inner advisor can point out potential problems in your idea or decisions. This is an act of support. If you are in touch with your inner advisor and inner dialogue in the right way, it will help you instead of harm you. The following exercise helps you to transform your inner critic into your inner advisor. I'd like you to find a comfortable, quiet space. Free from distraction. Still your mind. Focus on your breath. Breathe from the core of your being. Breathe mindfully to clear your mind and open your heart. When you're ready, close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Now, focus on your inner voice, your inner critic. You are going to transform your inner critic into your inner advisor. 
As we move through this exercise, you may find that a lot of strong feelings come up for you. This is because it's very difficult to confront our inner critic. Our inner critic is very resistant to change. This also reflects how caring your inner critic is at heart. It's simply the way the information is conveyed to you that is the problem. Manage your difficult feelings as you go through the exercise now. Think about a time in your life when you had an idea. It could have been an idea for work or for school. It could have been an idea that you shared with a friend or something you kept to yourself. This idea came from your impulse and intuition. It came from your heart or your mind. Think about how it felt to come up with this idea. Over the next few moments, recall how you originally felt when you generated the idea. Maybe you felt excitement. or joy. You may have had some fear and self-doubt. Did you feel desire and determination? Now, what did your inner critic say to you about your idea? What did your inner voice say? Chances are that inner voice was critical because that's our default. It's a protective mechanism. Did you recognize that voice from someone in your past? What did this voice say to you? 
How did the words make you feel? Deflated? Criticized? Devalued? Maybe you have other words to describe how it made you feel. She thinks that this voice was right. Try to determine if you were listening to your inner advisor or your inner critic. Take a few moments to think about these concepts. Now, consider what your inner critic was trying to protect you from. inner critic was trying to protect you from a sense of failure, from experiencing difficulty, and perhaps from experiencing frustration. How can you rephrase what that critical voice said? How can you say the words in a way that is more informative, supportive, and positive? Can the languaging be different? Say this new statement to yourself now. Make the words more informative, supportive. Make them investigative. Make them less judgmental. Try to develop an attitude of curiosity. Spend the next several moments reviewing the difference between your inner critic and your inner advisor. You want to do this exercise repeatedly in order to build up the image of the inner advisor. 
really pay attention to both the advisor and the critic to determine the variances and commonalities between them. Think about how they make you feel and act. The next time you come up with a new idea and you feel your inner critic is resurfacing, come back to this exercise. Give yourself the time to breathe and think it through. Focus on your idea instead of discarding it quickly or immediately. Really think about whether your inner critic is involved or if your inner advisor is there helping you. Over time, you will replace your inner critic with your inner advisor. This will be hard at first. We all have an inner critic, a voice that tends to run negative. The more you work with it, the more you will come to learn the difference between the negative stance of your inner critic and the positive stance of your inner advisor. Your inner advisor is the part of you that wants to discover new creative and innovative ways to move forward in your life. Your inner advisor protects you and will not let you fail. Both your inner advisor and inner critic want to protect you in life. However, your inner advisor takes a more positive stance. This is the stance you want to have in life. When you access your inner advisor and the element of wood in your life, your ability to achieve your dreams becomes truly limitless.